train. Everybody take off your mask. Hey, 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 take it easy, man. What are you doing? Oh, my God. Stay with your date. I don't want to get back on that track. For the students aboard, it's going to be the one party to end them all. They're always walking out of my parties, but this time, you can't. Big college party. Joke. Goddamn practical joke. Train. I don't want to get back on that train.
everybody. Welcome to another NFW podcast. Tonight we promised Terror Train because Willis has never seen it, so that's what you're going to get. And uh, Jake's here. Happy birthday, Jamie Lee. Yesterday, of course. Mm-hmm. That's why we're really doing it. Fuck Willis. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, not really. Hi, Willis. What up, bitches? <laughs> and Andrew is here as well. This is Terror Train, motherfuckers. Yes, and no Suzanne because she's stuck working because the, the crack person had her tooth ripped out or some shit. I don't know. So no Suzanne, and she just got a new dog that she could have told us all about. We could have two dogs barking tonight instead of one, but instead we're just going to have to have Andrew bark every now and then. Or or my kid. Yeah, or Jake's kid screaming. <laughs> all right. Maybe the dog's barking in my house, maybe. Usually your dog just snores. You might hear Mickey chirp a couple times. She'll be the role of the dog tonight. <laughs> I don't know where the rest of the gang is, but when they show up, they show up. When they don't, they don't. Anyway, Terror Train. We're going to say three, two, one, and go. And when I say go, everybody's going to hit play. Three, two, one, and go. For those playing along at home, it opens up to a black screen and then United Artists. Yep. And then a trans company at 10 seconds, 7 seconds, whatever. So, yeah. United Artists is a trans company. And that was really loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, shoot. <laughs> What are you shooting? <laughs> shooting. What? You know, he said shoot. Because if if you put it with Ghostbusters, this would get some Echo Cooler. Yeah, that, I know. That was the only place they were selling it at, at the movie theater. <laughs> I know, I've heard. I'm not even going to go see it. Oh, why not? It was good. Eh, I'm not a giant Ghostbuster fan to begin with. And I've heard too many mixed reviews. I'll just wait till it comes out. It was good. Really, really good. It's like Stranger Things meets Ghostbusters in a way. Jamie Lee. Then a strange doctor. There's a cool article online with uh, this kid there, with the glasses, talking about the movie and everything. Shoot, I might have to watch this movie mute because uh, I just installed a new media player and for some reason I can't figure out how to fuck. T- to turn the volume up and down. Mm-hmm. I, I don't I know use, why. I use Media Player Classic because it's so much better, I think. I'm using it's this thing called... To, what? Use this thing called MPV. Well, because I heard it's supposed to be good with, like, 4K files. I just use whatever the um, computer work, cuts it on with. <laughs> It's funny because the t- title seems to be off, but then they match up 
every now and then. I forget him beer tip. Is that real? Jamie Lee, such a troublemaker. Uh, looks sexy though. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like in this and the fog, she looks the best. Because she's half naked in both movies. I think it's the hairstyle. I kind of like her hairstyle in both of this and the fog. Oh, her hairstyle was never better than Halloween too. <laughs> damn fright wig on her head. <laughs> Richie. <laughs> hey, nudie, tell your people stop trying to run up in the ring and start beating up people, okay? My people, it looked like a black dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> His whole friggin' ass was hanging up. Looked I'm like the... a black dude to me. <laughs> no, I'm talking about slow people. <laughs> oh, what? He got you there, dude. Oh, damn. Slow people. What are you talking about? <laughs> he done told you. All I know is the color of the guy's skin was not white. That's all I can say. So Willis can talk all he wants. I ain't talking about the color of his skin. I'm talking about him uh-huh. being a bucket head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh-huh. I read some report that said a guy got scammed by some fake Seth Rollins online and he thought it was the real Seth Rollins so that's yeah, why he I went after Yeah, I too. I was down there. <laughs> he's a dumbass. All two, the way around. Two years he, he planned the attack. <laughs> oh, pitiful. Why is the guy wearing panties? Uh, Those are tidy whities <laughs> Those are yellow yellows. <laughs> well, as long as they're not brownie brownies. <laughs> That's a doll, ain't it? Oh, no. <laughs> ain't no That's doll. Fucked up. That's fucked up. Like, you have to be really sick and demented to do something like that to someone. All right. Well, there's, they're medical students, so... Oh my god. Oh my god, I killed Kenny. <laughs> so we already know who the um damn villain of the movie is already. Spoiler <laughs> alert, Willis. Or do we? <laughs> yeah, Jamie Lee's the killer. I'm, I got enough common sense to know that ain't true. <laughs> Do you really? (laughs) Yes, really. Wow. 
Your mama didn't raise no fool. <laughs> it's the joint with David Copperfield in it. Yep. Yep, David Copperfield. I've seen this movie, but not all the way through from beginning to end. Oh, so now the truth comes out. I've been saying it. See it. I've been saying it. I haven't seen it all the way through. From he been okay, has he been say that? <laughs> he been say that. <laughs> Every week I said we're going to do Terror Train because Will's never seen it and never wants to <laughs> say, I've been seen half of it. I never said I've seen some parts of it. You know what, motherfucker? I am going to make the movies Willis hates month last two months if you keep it up. <laughs> now, those are movies I hate, too. Just gonna oh, that's all right. You're, you're new to the show, so you got to put up with it. Thank oh, you, Drake. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I can't force you to do the show, but Willis, I can. Yeah, midsummer, that's three hours of my life I want back. Oh, I'm going to find the extra, extra long version if I can. Oh, God, no. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't Director's do it on, cut plus. Don't do it on the night. Well, Chucky probably be done by the time we finish that. No, ain't worried about no fucking Chucky. You can watch Chucky anytime. No, I can't. The oh, yeah, show. you can. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh huh. Don't mess with me, Wheeler. Well, it only got one more episode left next week, so. Well, we're not doing it next week, so you're all right. We're starting Christmas movies next week. Well, that's still well, torture. Christmas music movies. Well, see, yeah, one of them I heard is a semi-porn movie, so. Oh. Well, if you say you can't watch Chucky anytime, well, if you know what century you're living in. I know. Willis is dumb. <laughs> Willis has got problems. Speak of the devil. <laughs> Ooh, they got that nasty-ass beer. Yeah, that beer costs more than your money. <laughs> Shit, right now it does. I hardly have any money. I paid all my damn bills. Mm-hmm. I got What'd drunk. you ask your mama for Christmas this year? Nothing. What? I got every goddamn thing. You know what? Like PlayStation number 55 or some shit? I already got the 5. Ben had a 5. I got that last year. Oh. I bought that my damn self. Oh, dang. He uh, Ben had the 5. You special. I don't even own one video console. <laughs> Not one gaming console. I thought you had a PlayStation 1. You got rid of that a long time ago? Yeah, like three Christmases ago, I gave it all away to some poor kid. Oh, you had a goal, man. You could All my made, games. You could have made some money off that shit. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, I've been with the PlayStation since the original first one. I've got the one, two, three, four, just need the five. I still even have my original PlayStation back at my dad's house, and still works. And I've got the N64 as well. Just don't have much time to play them these days. Nope. Soon, soon. <laughs> you can play them with Susie. All you gotta do is just give her the joystick and don't hook it up to nothing. She ain't gonna know no better. Yeah. For a couple of years. <laughs> Dad, my joystick's not working now. What's wrong? <laughs> hey, Susie, want to play some Resident Evil? 
Oh, he's an ass. <laughs> Academy Award winner, Ben Johnson. Uh-oh. Star of the town that dreaded sundown. The slipper of this outfit. <laughs> That's his first movie role. Yeah, what a movie it is. I would love to know if he was actually doing his magical act on the side of the film or it was just like all scripted. Oh, I don't know. I'm sure it's probably stuff that he does or did. Jake, tell your daughter to stop talking so much. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> Only time she won't is when she's asleep. <laughs> yeah, she saved her life by not going on the train. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. There's Mitchie. She dressed up as a witch. She mitched a witch. All aboard. They're all aboard on a crazy train. Hmm. Oh, good trick, Ed. <laughs> It's like Shelly. Shelly's dead! <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> the worst. Yeah, best part of the movie is this costume gimmick. Yeah, it's, that's what makes it fun. Damn. If he ain't dead, he dead now. <laughs> Surprise any no other slashers really saw of it unless there's something I'm missing. No, not really, I don't think. Squish. Oh man, you know if this movie was made today, they'd be showing that. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see a remake and see what they would do with it. Yeah. Of course, we should mention that they almost were, but then it turned into its own movie. Yeah, turned into a possible movie. Yeah, pretty much. It was good, though. I mean, I liked it. Yeah, it wasn't too bad, but I haven't seen it. So. Yeah, one, one time. Probably a decade, at least. I watched it that one time, and that was it. 
I see they supposed to be redoing Train to Busan, but it's gonna be Train to New York. <laughs> Motherfucker. American remake. Yep. Yeah, thank you. Apparently they're remaking Pumpkinhead as well. Yeah, I've seen that too. Oh, those motherfuckers. Well, I mean, can't, can't, can't be worse than the last few sequels. Yeah, that is true. I thought Blood yeah. Feud wasn't bad. Yeah, we gotta save all the remake talk for when Suzanne comes back. Because <laughs> we know she loves the remakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Pumpkinhead 4 isn't too bad. 2 and 3 are god-awful. Forget what part 2 is about. It's it's basically a Romeo and Juliet story where there's two families both hating each oh, other. Yeah. And the, two, the girl and the guy love each other, and then the girl's and the guy's sister ends up getting killed by accident, and he thinks that the other family did it to get back at him, so then he summons Pumpkinhead to wipe out her whole family. Yeah, I what? think part, doesn't part two have a uh, Punky Brewster and Mickey Dolson's daughter? I think. I think that one's so bad that it doesn't even make sense for the sequel of Pumpkinhead. Wasn't that basically the? Wasn't they really supposed to be the Hatfields and the McCoys for real? Oh in yeah, that that's movie. The name of part four. Yeah, it's the name of the families in part four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If there's anything Suzanne loves more than remixes, is movies adding the to the title. That's for sure. <laughs> so <laughs> when the new one come out, it's gonna be called the Pumpkinhead. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> yeah. Or the Terror Train if they ever remake it. <laughs> I want live reaction of Suzanne's reaction when they announce that. I'm still laughing at her when they remade Suspiria. <laughs> we made her watch it, and she sat and watched it like a trooper. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. She said she... What, didn't she say she hated it, or did she say she halfway liked it? I think she hated it. Yeah, she hated it, but really she halfway liked it. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds just like a Monday Night Raw. What a rotten crowd. (laughs) Wish I could go to a New Year's party like this. Last New Year's party I went to, I was drunk as a damn skunk. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we know that for sure, Will. I think about two years ago, there was this local bar up in Lakewood near me where they were doing a a Bioshock New Year's Eve party where everybody dressed up as Bioshock characters. Wow. I, I may sneak into at least some living room for at least New Year's when it's becoming a new year, at least, because everybody will be probably in bed by then. 
Is that damn Bill Maher? No. No. <laughs> it almost looked like him, though. William Cat. <laughs> no, shoot. What's his name again? The, the characters? Mo, that's it. Timothy. Mo, Larry. There's Larry and Curly. Well, apparently this guy was in War of the Planet of the Apes as Ape Elder. <laughs> Ooh, Mo. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's still working. Um, Doc was in Urban Legend 2 or 3. Well, we know who Doc is. Yeah. Hans, Bubby. <laughs> Thanks for the booze, sir. So the idea for this movie came from a dream that Daniel Grodnick had one weekend after seeing Halloween and Silver Streak. Dan woke his wife up and said, what do you think about Halloween on a train? His wife said, that's terrible. He jotted down terrible train on a piece of paper on his nightstand. In the morning, he changed the title to Terror Train, wrote up 22 pages, and made a deal with Sandy Howard's company at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh That's how quick, kids, a movie can come into fruition. Yeah, because they was pressed back then to get any horror movie out they could. (laughs) Right. Damn, this director, Roger Spottiswood. Spottnick. Spottiswood, yes. What a career. Turner and Hooch, Air America, Stop or My Mom Will Shoot, <laughs> Tomorrow Never Dies, and The Sixth Day. Tomorrow Never Dies, a James Bond film, it sounds like it is. Yep. Yes. The yep. second uh, Bronson movie. And then a movie called A Street Cat Named Bob. <laughs> Looks like it was a Hallmark movie, I think. I don't know. It's the way the cover looks. I don't even remember that second James Bond movie. From Russia with Love? No, I'm talking about the one with Pierce Brosnan in it. I don't even remember oh. that one. Tomorrow Never Dies. Um, I Is that the one Denise Rush is in it? No, that was, world. So. that was The World Is Not Enough. Uh. Guys, I remember I saw it. All I remember is Terry Hatcher was in it and Cheryl Crow did the theme song. That's all I remember from that movie. I think uh, Michelle Yeoh is in that one. Oh, Um, yeah. Now I remember that one. That one was pretty decent. Yeah, Pierce Brodnick was a pretty good James Bond. The only one that was stupid was the one with Denise Richards in it. What was her name? Christmas... Something, some dumb yeah. shit. Christmas Jones. Yeah, uh huh. It's like I always thought Christmas came once a year. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be filling up that stocking. Oh my god! There goes Willis. Willis, he was... you weren't the first one killed, Willis. 
Bye bye, sweet stack. <laughs> so Copperfield said when he appeared in this movie, the film was a magnifying glass for magic, so he had to be very careful because what you see on screen is what the extras saw during the shooting. And it was the only acting role in film or television. However, he played himself in numerous films and television. So I guess he didn't act in the other movies. He was just doing his, his, state, his stage shit from, from reading that, I guess. That doesn't sound right to me, right? Right. Uh, it says it's his only acting role. And then it says he played himself in numerous films and television. <laughs> so, <laughs> kind of contradicts itself there, but <laughs> I don't know. They used a, a the train was on a rig inside of a warehouse. They were rocking it back and forth, so it would stimulate a train locomotion. So I guess they weren't on a real moving train, which would have been cool if they were. I need to stop. He's always a dick, that guy, for some reason. He likes to be a dick. Right? I'm sorry. They should have spelled it in Canadian, too. Sorry. Sorry. This is occupied. Occupado. Being a bitch, Jamie Lee. Killer was in there. Oh, he just happens to have a lock. Why ain't that special? Why ain't that special? Amy Lee shot this film back-to-back with Prom Night in late 79. Both were shot in Canada, Prom Night in Toronto, Terror Train in Montreal. You up front when they were when he was packing up. Yeah. How, how did he do that with that quarter? Are you that far ahead already? I'll pause it. How the hell did we get so far ahead? <laughs> Start at the same time. Let me know when you get to the quarter part. Oh, he's doing it now. Right. <laughs> Twenty-six fifteen. He put the cigarette through the quarter. Uh, somehow, some way, we're always gonna be off. <laughs> yeah, wow. They all start at the same the time. Same time. <laughs> well, I mean, he was like ten seconds ahead. I was watching it off the Blu-ray, so mine opened up with 21st Century. Oh. oh. 
So you're special and watched on a Blu-ray. It's my Screen Factory Blu-ray. I got it a couple years Mm -hmm. ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I did put subtitles in this for everybody, but it's okay. Don't use my video. I got subtitles on. Yeah, but that's why you're 10 seconds ahead. (laughs) She wants her peanuts. Now the guy who tried to show that to Susie the other day, the <laughs> Thanksgiving one, the Thanksgiving one. Yeah. But no, one baby shark, and yeah. tried to show her uh, Rudolph. Yeah, we probably got like maybe twenty minutes into that at least, but no, one baby shark. <laughs> <laughs> Is she asking for baby shark, shark now? <laughs> well, kind of. I mean, and. In a almost one year old way, she is. Yeah. <laughs> I would have never showed her baby shark. <laughs> no baby shark. Well, at least baby shark is better than that goddamn Barney. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, Ashley's uh, baby shark back in the day, actually. Yeah. I mean, man, me, I, I at least had stuff like uh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles back in the day for me. I was watching Spider-Man on a lecture company back in the day. <laughs> the one where he just talked in word balloons. <laughs> yeah, he said he was sorry. Hmm. Mm. Well, we yeah. see, know where they filmed this up, up in Canada if he's saying sorry. Hey. Oh, man, speaking of, I was like, I don't know if I want to watch the second Spider-Man trailer, but I did. and Oh, my freaking God. I know, oh. right? It's so amazing. Oh, oh my God. I, I, I had my hand over my mouth the whole time watching. I'm like, no freaking way, no. Oh my god, if I'm feeling that way from the trailer, I can't imagine how I'm going to be during the actual movie. Yeah, I know, I can't right? wait for that one. It's so exciting. Oh. And, you know, I think watching that trailer, I think it's pretty obvious we're going to get Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Yeah, they keep teasing us. It's like, damn it, show them. We gotta pay the, the movie to see that shit. Uh-huh. <laughs> shit. I I was crying at the last 20 minutes of the damn new Ghostbusters movie. (laughs) Uh, Almost everybody I've heard says the same thing, Willis. (laughs) It's a love letter to Harold Ramis. That's the whole point of that film. It is kind of sad that he couldn't be alive to there for it. I know, right? Yeah, I mean, they're all getting old, man. <laughs> the one little girl in it, like, literally carried the whole film on her show, on her back. Like, she was, like, the head star of this whole film. No, shoot. Uh, what's her name? Uh, McKenna Grace? Yeah. Man, yeah, she's, like, almost everywhere. Especially, she, uh, like, especially horror movies. 
Yeah, she was in the Annabelle Comes Home. She played the Warren's daughter. Yeah. Uh, now she mostly plays younger versions of people, like younger version of Captain Marvel. Uh, yeah, she's got a career on her shoulders there. Listen to the disco music. <laughs> yep. It's definitely filmed in 79. Does he even do anything anymore? I don't hardly any, hear anybody talk about David Copperfield anymore. He's probably yeah. retired. <coughs> yeah, you just hear about um, what, David Blaine or what the hell's his name? Chris I mean, Blaine. this movie's 42 years old. And how old is he in this movie? So he's got to be in his 60s, right? He gotta be at least in his seventies now. No, no, I'll look at it. Uh, see how old he is. But, Maybe at least mid sixties. I mean, yeah, you wouldn't think he would be doing. He would be doing magic in his sixties. No, is magic really that physically demanding? One <laughs> fifty-six. So he's 65 years old. So, yeah. <laughs> I would think he's retired, Willis. <laughs> There's a lot of shit on him. A lot of shit. Wow, in February 2010, at the age of 53, he became a father. Damn, that late? <laughs> I had a daughter named Sky, <laughs> a French model. I wonder how old she is. Let's see. She was born in 84. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So she's 37 and he's 60-something. Holy shit. (laughs) That's a big difference. Insane. He got money, so that's what happens when he has money. That's why he retired in that young vagina. (laughs) So it got so cold one night that the film camera froze out. Can you imagine? I bet that'd been real cold. Yeah, he looks very young in this too. Yeah. Some women are always mad, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Some women just can't help them. They gotta be mad. Susan. <laughs> <laughs> I can't pick on her. She's not here. So, and young Bill Maher, I mean, fake Bill Maher, looks young too. <laughs> it's funny because I look this guy up and, yeah, nowadays he's definitely not looking like Bill Maher. <laughs> Actually, kind of also resembles uh, what's that guy's name, Doctor Gordon from Dream Warriors. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, like I think it was a month ago or so when Ashley's mom first went to the hospital and mom came over to help out, and well, that was on Sci-Fi Channel, Dream Warriors, and mom was very, very insistent. <laughs> 
that's Bill Maher in that movie. I'm like, no, it's not, Mom. How <laughs> <laughs> the hell is It's William Cat. Right? That black chick is vanity, Willis. She almost looked like her. It is her. I, I just told you it was her. Don't make me kick your ass. Did you listen when I talk, Willis? Half the time, nope. Motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> yes. Speaking, it is her. One of her first roles. Oh, speaking, shit. Speaking of, uh, I watched The Last Dragon recently. <laughs> That's a crazy movie. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I don't need to see that movie ever again. <laughs> Bruce Lee at his finest. Show enough. <laughs> Who's the man? Show enough. <laughs> I did two podcasts on that movie, so it's enough. Poor damn yeah. vanity. You know how she died? <clears throat> because she wouldn't go to the doctor to get... I think she had something wrong with her kidney or something like that. And she wouldn't go to the doctor to get it fixed because she said God was going to heal it for her. Damn. Hey, I love God too, but you know, I go to the doctors, but I'm not feeling too good. Prince had that. Prince had that for a while. Prince had all the damn women. <laughs> That's Tap Because he's Prince, of course he can get all the damn women. <laughs> yeah. He had more when he was uh when he was known as the symbol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the girl with the the hand on her tits, she was in the fly from eighty six. She was in Humongous. She was in Quest for Fire. She was in an episode of Friday the 13th, the series, Cupid's Quiver. I remember that one. Yeah, she was one of the early kills, I think. She was in Look Who's Talking. Had a movie called Cursed, 1990. When a gargoyle falls off a church... During a storm, a scientist and his assistant take it to a lab where they do genetic experiments. The gargoyle is possessed by an evil spirit and starts to interfere in their experiments. Oh, wow, we got to look for that one. That sounds <laughs> something, something amazing. That kind of sounds familiar. Um, maybe like come out a different name? I don't know. That sounds like something that should have aired on the Sci-Fi Network. Yeah. Also known as no some Spanish name. I have to look for that one. Share us on YouTube somewhere. Curse from nineteen ninety. Yeah, but her name's Joy Bouchel. She was the girl with the that was carrying the blueberries in her shirt and her mongus in her shirt got full of blueberries. Blueberry stains. It was pretty pretty hot. Oh my god! Dun, dun, dun. Oh my god! I don't believe it. 
It did. really happened. Yeah, he did. Oh wait, no, he not dead. Wash your hands, conductor. Yep, it's COVID out here, so wash your hands. Good. The conductor, his name is Ben Johnson. He's been doing a ton of shit. He asked the director, Roger Spottiswood, to give him, give his character less dialogue rather than more. He said, Johnson told him, Roger, I'm sure I've told you this before, but on my first day working with John Ford, he took me inside and said, Ben, when you're in front of the camera, you're not going to need too many words. You just won't need them. They can get in the way. <laughs> Roger, Ben says, you go through and take out all the extra dialogue you can. He told me that was sound advice from Mr. Ford, and he wanted me to take it. He wanted me to go through the script and get rid of all the extra words he didn't need. I know most of your actors want more words and more scenes, but that's not me. I listened to Mr. Ford, and he was pretty right about things. You just can't. You can just take most of the words away. <laughs> that's pretty mm-hmm. funny. Good old Ben Johnson. He ain't no Academy Award winner for nothing. He's in Red Dawn, like so many movies. So many movies. Lots of uh, cowboy movies. I'll have to check out some more of his work. Yeah, he was in that movie Tex with Matt Dillon and Meg Tillett. I think I saw that in a theater when I was a kid. Don't ask me why. Went to the movies, you know. Nobody knows. Pretty tame party, huh? Mm hmm. What the hell is she doing? Oh. Everybody's getting drunk. She's going down there for a minute. Can't imagine being drunk on a train. All that motion. Motherfucking drunk on a motherfucking train. She wants some of that jackass. Sandy Curry. She was in curtains. Those meat curtains. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Meat curtains. <laughs> Done much. The last credit is in 1988. Oh, she died in 96. That would explain why she's... Ah, oh, damn. Damn, yeah, right. She, she died young. People die, people die... Too many people die young these days. I mean, damn. Toxic shock syndrome. Is that mm. like the tampon shit? I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, how do you get toxic shock from a tampon? I think if you leave it in there too long, maybe. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Where's Suzanne when you need her? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Where's Tim? God damn it. <laughs> uh, right, let's see. <laughs> 
Uh, let's see. A rare life-threatening complication of certain bacterial infections. Risk factors include recent surgery, open wounds, and the use of superabsorbent tampons. Wow. High fever, low blood pressure, vomiting, and rash are symptoms. Treatments include biotics and surgery. So weird. You use a superabsorbent tampon. That's amazing. In an open wound, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not nice. I mean, the woman died, but, you know, it was fucking years ago. Much like the ramen noodle incident. <laughs> oh, yeah. You lost a, a whopping one listener because of that nudity. Now we're just <laughs> down to two. God they, don't, they don't have a birth date for her, but got to figure what? She was in her 40s, maybe? Yeah, probably at least. Like, oh, how old no, was no. Jamie Lee in this movie? Like maybe 1920, I would say. Maybe yeah, so she was probably in her 20s, right, when this come out. Yeah. So probably in her 40s she passed away. That's kind of blows. I, mean, I don't know. That kind of sucks. Yeah, it's always sad when someone dies young. <laughs> and, the, and the horror of the evening goes to Handy. So somebody posted a question on movie chat. Any any idea any idea how she died? Somebody wrote she got dragged down a ventilation duct and got hacked to death with an axe. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> then somebody said no, it was toxic shock shock syndrome. Cause of death was found in a book. Her organs failed and she became brain dead after which the plug was pulled. Ooh. Man. Fuck. Fuck. That's a, that's a bummer, man. Sorry, I looked it up. <laughs> you and me, you have an understanding. Hey, get off my wire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know she was in the room. She's like my girlfriend. She don't leave me alone. The cat? Yeah. <laughs> Is she but still I... up on your shoulder like a damn parrot? All the time. <laughs> That's the one confused ass cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm holding her now to shut her up, but she'll go on them she'll go on my shoulder in a little bit when she's done tired of me petting her. <laughs> And there she goes. Nope. Going out. Go get some food. Go take crap. <laughs> Let me take your hand there. What the fuck? What? What are you saying? <laughs> some weird sound came from your end, I think. I let the cat out. Oh, 
That must have happened to your microphone. Yeah, I walked away from it. (laughs) (laughs) Good God, Jake. I don't know. He just heard a weird noise, and then next thing I know, you sounded distant. I was like, did your microphone get unplugged or something? No, I have to let the cat go. Andrew, no playing when you're doing a podcast, damn it. <laughs> I'm not playing. The dinos are back. <laughs> I watched it already, by the way, the first five minutes. So exciting. Like Willis watches wrestling while we podcast. And... <laughs> that don't happen no more. Yeah, no more. I can multitask. No mo. No mo, homo. No mo still in the <clears throat> Plus, I've seen like this film like basically twenty times now. Cause they done fucked up NXT now, so I don't even bother with that no more. <laughs> this is a good trivia, but I can't read it till till the the ending. John Alcott. Devise a unique method of lighting the train. He rewired it and mounted individual dimmers on the exterior of the carriage cars, utilizing a bunch of bulbs with different wattages and controlling them with the external dimmers. He used the light to set very fast, efficient manner. He also used medical lights, pen torches, to hand light the actors' faces. <laughs> Things you learn while doing a movie. See, tonight we're getting more info into the movie because jake and i already did this years ago so now we're actually now we're actually telling trivia actually it wasn't jake it was me and magoo yeah (laughs) me and magoogle this was a little bit before my time too yeah not too much before your time though yeah when you were calling into all my heroes on crack yeah i'm kidding you should listen to some old episodes Jake was on heroin or something. God, can't believe I've almost been doing this shit for a decade now. I know, right? I know. It's crazy. <laughs> I can't believe the fucking year is almost over with already. The titties are coming out. Yeah, unfortunately, I think this is one of those rare... Oh, okay, I was wrong. <laughs> Uh-oh. She knew what she was doing with her granny panties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then Johnson said he never even wrote, read the script. He just told Roger that he would do it because he had enormous admiration for his work on the Peckinpah films and he knew he'd make one hell of a fine director. Oh, I'll be damned. Really? Really? Oh, I know what you heard. You heard the my wires falling off of the computer. Oh, uh, okay. That's what you heard. 
What's up, Doc? How you doing? What's up, Doc? How you doing? Oh, geez. Speaking of, man, I was watching Family Feud earlier today. To watch that almost every day because, my God, that show's so funny sometimes. Just the answers people come up with. The but, one with uh, Steve Harvey on there? Yep. <laughs> oh, my God, today the question was, what Disney character do you hope you don't sound like when you talk? <laughs> he said Disney character, and two people said Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Those people are idiots. Yeah, she did. Such a shame. She was so pretty. Yep. Toxic shock syndrome. Don't mess with it. I'll be right back. Gotta get some water. I'll be right back. <laughs> Fucking Android. He keeps sending me this, these videos of this guy named Baba. I have no idea who the fuck this guy is. But he just keeps sending it to me. <laughs> No. <laughs> Bloody hell. Thought she was Cinderella. Left the slipper behind. <laughs> Richie No Not in here, man. Why isn't she in a costume anyway? What's she supposed to be dressed as? Well, I think she was supposed to be like a pirate or something. Oh, yeah. You want to fuck her booty? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she just she just took very little off, and of course, <laughs> since she's the version in these horror movies, I mean, very very little off. <laughs> As they say, not until trading places in 83, she never showed her tits. She she went legit. Mm -hmm. Don't you know the rules? (laughs) (laughs) Why why would you be friends with that guy, right? (laughs) 
see my goddamn best friend. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she already earned a title of Queen Queen or Queen of the Horror Film because she was in Halloween, The Fog, and Prom Night. All four films in less than two years. And then she didn't do horror for a long time. Yeah. Because money talks. She got tired of being named a Queen Cream. Scream cream? Yes, because when she screams, she creams. (laughs) (laughs) Tried to get me, didn't you, Jake? Well, at least she came back to something that was decent. Well, it it got decent again. Oh my god, it's a chair! Oh yeah, I can't forget road games. I mean, I remember we did that one. That one gets lost in the shuffle. I love that movie. She hasn't made a decent comedy in a long time, Jamie Lee. She was in uh, Knives Out. Have you seen the Activia commercials? be interesting if her and Lindsay Lohan would reunite and do a sequel to Freaky Friday. Hey, we got freaky. That's as close as we're gonna get. <laughs> that movie was kind of, that movie was funny. Yeah. Sweet Jesus. What do you want? Huh? What do you want? Hello. They're all the people behind didn't see how they did that trick. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't didn't hide from the people behind. (laughs) This is the only part of the movie that pisses me off. You don't know how the hell he died. Yeah, let's just say he got stabbed. It's supposed to be his his heart was pierced, but you really don't see when and how it happened. Willis, have you figured out who the killer is yet? It's the guy in the beginning of the movie, the nerdy yeah, dude. There you go. The guy at the beginning of the movie. I figured it out when when they showed that part. <laughs> yeah, but have you figured out who he is in this movie yet? I figured out who he is right now. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty good that you guessed it was the guy at the beginning of the movie. I mean, <laughs> no one else knew that either. Is this the one where it's all fake at the end? Oh, that's a callback. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, just, um, just one second into the movie. 
Mo is no Mo. Mind your P's and Q's. But don't forget the dot in your eye. I'm a doctor, Jim. Damn it. I like the Carl Urban's portrayal of uh, Bones. Yeah. So, there's an article with uh, one of the actors that I read a while back, and it says that if you watch it, the scene closely, you can see where he gets killed, but I've watched it back like a hundred times, and you can't see it, so he must be wrong. They must have cut it and just left it as a guess a guessing game because uh, you can't see it. There's just, just no way you see it, but supposedly he got pierced in the heart <laughs> with, uh, with the I don't know, whatever those fucking sword things are. Yeah, <clears throat> but you can't see it, so I don't know. Holy shit! Uh oh, they may kill them up too. What a terrible band. Oh, it ain't the mutilator band. Going on a fall break. <laughs> Moving on up. <laughs> no one to derail. Dang. Otherwise, I'll turn the Super 8. What does pulling the, the air horn do? I don't even know. It's just cool to do it. <laughs> I, yeah, it's as good as mine. <laughs> it says that the train goes around this bend like six or seven times in the movie. They just use the same shot of the train. <laughs> It was filmed aboard actual train cars that were converted to allow space for camera equipment. Due to lack of room, a dolly carriage was built for the cameras. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they filmed on a real train. I don't know. Dun dun dun. Oh, get get out in the freezing cold. Chilly. Oh, that's scary. Ooh. 
looks like a young Steve Martin. <laughs> I want a fucking car. Get me that fucking. Oh, almost time to watch that movie again <laughs> for the Thanksgiving season. Planes, trains, automobiles. Never seen it. Never liked it. <laughs> oh, what? Not enough Hornswoggle, Willis? Nah, HBO used to show it to death. <laughs> I've never seen it. Yeah, I've never seen that either. My favorite John Candy movie is The Great Outdoors. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> now, mine is Uncle Buck. <laughs> Why did your uncle put the socks in the microwave? He couldn't get the goddamn dryer working. No. The plot thickens. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, shit is right. Yeah, you fucker, you caused all this. You should have had a shadow of LL Cool J walking. <laughs> H2O. That would have been cool. But it doesn't look like LL Cool J until <laughs> you see him. <laughs> well, well, some reason it looked like LL had hair. <laughs> All of most of the filming of the train scenes had to be scheduled for night shootings because the environment of the gigantic Montreal warehouse, which housed the train, was too active and noisy during the day. Shooting began at 6 at night and continued through the early hours of the morning. Jamie Lee said, there are certain things a heroine in a thriller has to be, which is vulnerable, <laughs> so the audience can identify with her and root for her. She also has to have an enormous inner strength to overcome the evil or terror that is pursuing her. I play the same kind of character as, as I did in other films, but Alana, the girl I play, is stronger and more defined. Yeah, she was a bitch the whole movie. And her boyfriend is dead. Our uh, evil dies tonight. Oh, no. <laughs> no more of that. I'm going to wait till evil dies tonight till I see the extended edition. <laughs> oh shit! Cause he's what? fucking Kenny. 
What? What? Is he? Is he fucking Kenny? Who? Him. No, he's not yeah. fucking Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you saw him as one of the people in the beginning of the movie laughing at Kenny. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> What a what a movie watcher you are. <laughs> if it's the one where he's candy, good lord. <laughs> the way he was acting, I didn't. I don't know. <laughs> Is this the one where it's fake at the end? Well, if you keep finding me, we still pays us each week. <laughs> You're worth every penny I pay you, Willis. <laughs> Every penny. <laughs> Keep waiting for him to say you don't pay me anything. Go on, we'll say it. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is going on in this movie. <laughs> All the movies we've done, this one is confusing to him. <laughs> I'm not confused. I'm just trying to figure out who really is the killer. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know who the killer is, Jake. <laughs> oh. Willis, I swear, when... Uh, it's the night flyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I figured out who he is, finally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, only in America. Uh, Willis, I swear, once we're done with this movie, sometime go back and watch it, and <laughs> you'll wonder how you missed it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I swear, I mean, the first time I saw this movie was on VHS, and, you know, of course, watching Blu-ray copy, it's like, wow, it's so goddamn obvious now. Well, I didn't know it either the first time I watched well, it, but, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I knew it wasn't him. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that much. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is he Kenny? <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, Kenny and him did a Freaky Friday at one point. <laughs> uh, <coughs> oh God! Yeah, well, you never, you never cease to amaze. I'll give you that. <laughs> Can't make this shit up. <laughs> never a dull moment. <laughs> Now he's just seeing shit. No, he's going crazy. He's scared. We all go a little mad sometimes. (laughs) Everyone deserves a little scare. Well, I wonder if that was Kenny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, they just killed Kenny. Hell with y'all, hell with y'all. 
fuck if they just killed Kenny? Who's the killer now? (laughs) (laughs) Only on the NFW. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking love it. (laughs) What are the odds that of all the cards, he picked the one that the killer was in? Could have been any car in the train, but that was the one. That's all bad luck that kid has, right? Right. He said Copperfield got irritated during production because he had so many, so much trouble saying his lines that he swore he'd never make another movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's not easy for anyone to be an actor. Right. I tried to be in a, in a friend's, Friends movie, and every time he pointed the camera at me, I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> you would do some dumb shit like that. <laughs> he wanted me to be like, uh, like um, the snooty guy in Ferris Bueller, the the sausage, the the guy at the restaurant. He's like, you're the sausage king of Chicago. He wanted me to be like that, and I couldn't do it. I started just kept laughing every time he put the camera on me. I'm like, sorry, I can't do this. <laughs> I guess I'm the only actor in the show. Oh, yeah, you're an actor, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I have been on camera before, remember that. Oh, yeah, you were great on that, too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Willis, you holding out on me? Yep. <laughs> Can you do 50? <laughs> great actor, Willis. <laughs> That's a lot of blood. I think Kenny's dead. I love this movie. Everybody talks about atmosphere and stuff. This movie's got it all. It's a good movie. The 80s were the best time for the horror films. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> That's a shitty looking head, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wish they had done a better job of that. Okay, somebody knows that's supposed to be Kenny. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I mean, Doc. <laughs> Damn it! I just pulled a Willis. Jesus. <laughs> Every time I hear Doc now, it's either I think of Bugs Bunny or Doctor Sleep. 
Uh, <laughs> Doc Brown. <laughs> She's an odd-looking woman. She's a very manly-looking woman. Oh, shit. I just realized it now. <laughs> what do you mean, Willis? <laughs> Damn, right in front of my fucking ass. And I ain't realizing it this goddamn long. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not Hart Bachner. Nope. Well, we know who get we're about to get killed next. Who? That black guy right there. I think he doesn't get killed, Willis. If they, he does, I don't think they show it. <laughs> Putting the windows down ain't going to save you. <laughs> That's, wouldn't you do that if you were, like, you know, you're scared, you don't want anybody looking in the windows, even though you're on a train moving, but <laughs> it's just, I think it's, I think it's a natural, natural thing to do, like, trying to protect yourself, like, when you're in bed at night, and you're, like, you just put a blanket over, you feel safe, <laughs> nothing's gonna get you now, because you're covered by a blanket, <laughs> See, it's covering up and everything. It's gonna be all safe now. Could you say, boy? need more men like him these days. <laughs> Listen to your elders, people. They know all. Yeah, listen to nudie people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me, Suzanne. Told you, oh, he Dad. did get killed. Oh, oh. I, forgot. I forgot he got killed. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a really quick shot, I guess. It can forgive you for forgetting that. Willis isn't far behind me either, Jake, just so you know. <laughs> oh, he acts like he's all young and shit because he watches She-Ra and eats cereal in front of the TV and I plays mean... video games, but he's he's not young. Um, <laughs> I, I actually think Andrew is now taking the mantle from youngest for me now. Yep. I'm the youngie here. How old are you? The baby. 29. What's that? 29. <laughs> okay, yep. He's just a baby. The baby. Wow. Well, Jamie Lee Curtis and Vanity would later become romantically involved with singer-actor Adam Ant. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's a new yeah. one on me, too. Yeah. The name of the band was Crime. Listening to them sing was a crime. I like the music. All right. That's good music. It's creepy. So there was friction between director and the actor who plays Kenny. Director Spottis would claim it was a result of his inexperience. He wasn't an actor. He was a transvestite from the streets of Montreal, and he wasn't familiar with the concepts of a contract and showing up for work on time. In a strange way, he did a good job. He was familiar with that world of cheap theater and was strangely affected. Since Willis figured it all out. <laughs> I could read it now. And there was that. I was nice and didn't want to give it away. <laughs> I know, right? That's what yeah. the actor was really a transvestite? Yeah. Wait, you said the actor was really a transvestite? Yeah, in real life, he's, he's a gay transvestite. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I guess even the beginning of the movie, he kind of looked a little thin. Oh, uh, yeah. There was that famous Jamie Lee scream. Right here, watch. Boop. <laughs> she banged her head on the knob. Ooh. Most unmistakable scream ever. Oh. All her screams and bones sound the same. Yeah. Oh, ripping open her shirt. <laughs> you trying to choke the living hell out of her. You stupid bitch. <laughs> I 
if she ain't get a chance to shake it up. She just talked of the other day. I read things that when uh, he ripped her earring out, she ducked under the bed, and they put and she put blood on her ear under the bed because they didn't have you know they couldn't rip it out of her ear you know <laughs> so she went under the bed and put blood in it to make it look real. Uh-oh. And it was funny, they, they talked about how the poster and everything has the Groucho Marx mask, but he only he only uses that at, like, the very beginning of the movie, and it's pretty much gone the rest of the movie. Yeah, I mean, hey, I'd say this is probably the best mask the killer used right here. Yeah, because he doesn't even wear the lizard suit that long. Yeah, it would be creepy if he wore the lizard suit to the whole film. Yeah, Kind of wish we got him in a few more costumes. Yeah, that's the only bad, the only really bad thing about the concept is they didn't change enough. What, does he try to be Harry Ward knocking out the lights? Yeah. Fuck <laughs> this <laughs> light. Well, actually, that's probably. I think this came out before my bloody Valentine. So Harry Warden trying to be Kenny. <laughs> yeah. This is 1980. Ooh! She like poking her bad guys in the eye with shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's one interesting question about, like, the newer Halloween is, like, because she poked Michael in the eye, is he now blind in that one eye? His eye is fucked up. So, yeah. Hey, you, think, you think his depth perception would be off? He'd be walking into walls and trees. I know, right? Like, thing, ow, I can't fucking see correctly. Of course, you think about the sequels that came after part two, he shouldn't have any eyes at all. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, wow, his eyes <laughs> magically just grew back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they can do that, totally. <laughs> hey, man. There's still too many... Mo- yeah, I figured he was hanging on. <laughs> <laughs> They should name this movie Throw Kenny from the Train. (laughs) (laughs) Them's the jokes, people. (sighs) I feel like watching a lot of 80s horror movies now. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's a good... uh... Always a good time to do that. <laughs> There's still some movies I need to see. I need to see The Key. I've seen that in a long time. I think when I saw it, I wasn't old enough to understand everything going on in it, so it was kind of boring to me, but I'd probably be good now. 
<clears throat> I ain't, I ain't watched the entity in a minute. Well, that's Jake's favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> Jake loves that movie. Well, I seem to watch that like every ten years or so. <laughs> so, I guess uh, maybe five years from now I'll watch it again and see if it still scares me. <laughs> One movie I ain't seen in a long time. I ain't watched The Fury in a long time. I don't know if I've ever seen that one, actually. They're all on flex. In 2010, Derek, Derek, Derek McKinnon, who was the killer, said he got the role by mistake. He wasn't even auditioning. He brought a friend in for the audition, and he walked in, and they saw the sight of him, and they said, no, you're not good. And they looked at me and said, do you want to audition? And I had no idea what it was for or anything like that. I had my own show. I was on stage, and they just pursued and pursued and didn't tell me what it was for. He said he was doing a drag show at the time, and the casting director came and saw him on stage and liked the show. The other thing was David Carpenter and I look much alike. I don't think so. Yeah. I thought it, I thought I was going to do a bit part, and I went for the audition. I got four callbacks, and finally they told me, you got the part, and I'm like, okay, and I leave. As I was going to the door, they asked me, Mr. McKinnon, do you understand what just happened? I said, yeah, I got a bit part in a movie. They said, no, you just signed up for the lead in a 20th Century Fox movie with Jamie Lee Curtis. I had no idea. This was all by mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, he just did this one movie, and he was done after that. Well, actually, no, he wasn't. He was in Breaking All the Rules in 85. He played a hairdresser. <laughs> and then he was in Family Motel, whatever that is. He played a drag queen. So man, he, didn't, he didn't step far from what he knew. But Breaking All the Rules is a movie that I've heard of before. I ain't surprised he wasn't in Too Too Wong Fu. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, breaking all the rules. Nobody I know that's in it, but I've heard of the movie. Thought it was a thought it was a Tom Cruise movie, but it's not. Tom Cruise loves to do his own stunts. <laughs> that Scientology is gonna always keep him safe. <laughs> <laughs> well, so far it's worked. He hasn't died yet. I know, right? <laughs> he may be on to something. I don't want to take no chances with that shit. What do you mean? <laughs> <clears throat> this film is included on Roger, Roger Ebert's most hated list. <laughs> uh, of course yep. it would be. <laughs> <laughs> Train used in this film, Canadian Pacific Railway number 1293, 
is still an operational locomotive as recent as February 2002. That's probably not learning anymore. <laughs> no more Copperfield. Derek McKinnon said his favorite scene was killing Hart Bachner character Doc because Bachner just irritated the crap out of him during filming. <laughs> just agent the public police to Jamie. During the final scene, Jamie Lee was attacked by a stuntman standing in for Derek. Since she slammed the cage door against his face, the production crew was supposed to replace the door with a collapsible one. Forgot to, so a metal spoke punctured his face. Curtis was so upset that she left the set and wouldn't come back for two days. <laughs> it's funny. Sorry, Willis. You didn't get it till half the film, but <laughs> he's fucking Zartan off of GI Joe. GI Joe retaliation could have been so good if they would have included the original cast in the first film back. Nah, they didn't need. The original cast from the first film. That's why I like the second one better. I need Damon Wayne. I mean, Sean Wayne's and all of them. I I just watched that today on the train coming home. (laughs) I guess I like the Samara weaving as Scarlet and Snake Eyes. Mm. (laughs) I mean, I just like Samara weaving. In general. <laughs> I didn't even bother seeing that Snake Eyes film. I heard it was terrible. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't that bad. I, I even seen it for what it was. PTSD. <laughs> uh, she stabs him and stabs him and all it takes to kill him is a kiss <laughs> it's almost like the fucking shot. Wicked West Wicked Witch <laughs> oh my god they killed Kenny that's a dead now bye bye they actually filmed the opening scene with him and the corpse after the movie was shot so he actually did this scene before that. And I assume that's not him floating down the river. <laughs> you don't say. So let's see. Derek McKinnon said in 2010 the writer wanted him to kiss Ben Johnson during a scene later in the film while disguised as a female assistant, but he refused to do it. I was really upset. I'm dealing with a nominated, you know, Academy Award winning star. At that point, I had never met Ben. And I was just totally freaked out. It was the 80s, and you don't kiss another man, not Ben Johnson. 
But Johnson found out about it, called him into his trailer. He said he was fine with filming the kiss and demanded to know why McKinnon wasn't. After they talked, McKinnon agreed to do it, to film the scene, but after all that, they didn't use it. <laughs> wow. Let's see, body count. Seven on the camera, three off camera, one missing, none of whom included the killer. All right. Later on in life, Kenny became embroiled with an actual murderer. He was a neighbor and acquitted an acquaintance of Luca Magnotti, a one-time porn actor who was convicted in 2012 slaying of a Chinese college student, whose remains he dismembered and mailed to several local schools. In, an interview, in an interview from after his arrest, McKinnon speculated that he may have been inspired by his character in Terror Train. Oh, okay, okay, Derek. <laughs> All right. So, Terror Train, let's start with Willis since he's never seen a wait. He's seen bits and pieces of the movie before. <laughs> excellent, excellent movie. I like the little twist because I didn't think he was going to be a, a, a tranny. I didn't even realize that shit. So, yeah, I give this movie an eight. All right. Andrew? Oh, yeah. This is one of my favorites. I love seeing this over and over again. Like I said, I've seen this about 10 to 20 times. And it gets better each time I see it. So I give it a, probably an 8 as well. All right, Jake. Oh, yeah. That's definitely one of those slashers that's up there. Not my favorite, but I can definitely watch it every once in a while. So I'd give it a 7. I love this movie. I give it an 8. And, uh,. The only thing I we talked about earlier, I wish they would have incorporated more costume changes throughout the film. But, I don't know, this is one of my favorite 80s slashers. I don't know if it would make a top 10. It'd be pretty close. I really do enjoy this movie, and when it came out on Blu-ray, I was so happy. So, yeah. All right, everybody liked it. Suzanne gives it an 8 as well, even though she's <laughs> not here. She said it's an, she gives it an 8. So, uh, yeah. All right, next time out, we're going to be doing our Christmas stuff, so... Get ready for that. Ho, ho, ho. So, yeah, until we meet again, this has been the NFW Podcast. Have a good night. Peace. Bye, everybody. Garbage day.